Welcome to the Living the Abundant Life podcast with Rob and Sarah Betts. Living the Abundant Life is a weekly podcast designed to help others learn to live in abundance. And now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Living the Abundant Life with Rob and Sarah. Uh, So glad that you chose to join us again this week. We've been talking about practical ways to get involved in in our church or in ministry. Right. just looking at the, the practical side of how important it is that we're serving in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. But today, we want to talk about developing a heart to serve. And so, uh, we want to look at the scriptures and see what God says about serving faithfully in the kingdom of God, what we're called to do. So, if you would pray for us, sure. we'll get started. Sure. Father, we love you. We thank you so much that you've put in all of us gifts and abilities to serve in the kingdom. And we thank you that you help us to to seek those out, help us to develop those, help us to grow in those, and and that everything we do, we do for you, Lord. So we thank you for those opportunities coming our way so that we can get involved, so that we can serve wherever we're called. And we just thank you for that today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. So, uh... To start off, I think if we look at 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter today, we want to look and see what the scripture tells us about uh, our role as believers in the body of Christ, because we've all got something to do in the kingdom of God. I think that's one of the one of the things that maybe stops people or keeps people from serving Mm -hmm. is they really don't think if they're not called to maybe a pulpit ministry or they're not a missionary. Right, or they can't sing. Yeah, you know. they think that, oh, everything else is just natural stuff. But right. God gifts us or gives us the ability to do to serve in the kingdom. everything we do. Right, I mean, right. you can be faithful as a businessman even mm-hmm. and just going to church and serving. Right, yeah. absolutely. So, well, let's look at 2 Corinthians okay. 5. Uh, verse, verse 18. 18. And I'll read it in mine, and then you read it in the Amplified. Okay. It says, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. What's your say? And this one says, But all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, so that... By our example, we might bring others to him. And I love that because um, just like you were saying, sometimes we think, well, I'm, you know, I can't really preach. I, you know, I don't feel like I know enough about the word. So I'm just going to kind of hang back and let everybody else take part. But really this verse in 2 Corinthians is for every single believer, every single person who's a Christian. And the ministry that this, uh, this scripture tells us, the Apostle Paul said, is the ministry of reconciliation. And that word itself, sometimes I think uh, folks don't really, you know, that doesn't really carry or resonate yeah, Yeah, with people. But, you know, to reconcile, we've we've all heard the term, if you're watching a movie or something, and they're talking about two people uh, who their relationship ends or whatever, it says, you know, why it was irreconcilable differences. Mm -hmm. There was a gap somewhere between the two people. Well, reconciliation, to be reconciled to somebody is to come back together. And people who are not born again are separated from God. We all because of sin. If you're not if you're not born again, if you've not accepted Jesus, then then you're not 
reconciled to God, but we can be right. through Christ and the ministry of reconciliation mm -hmm. to go and tell people that they can be in right fellowship with mm -hmm. God. That belongs to every believer. Right. And this is, uh, again, this example, it says, so that by our example, we might bring others to him. So sometimes it may be um, a word that you say to somebody and you, you know, you are able to, to talk to them about Jesus. Sometimes they just look at how you serve uh, in your church or how you serve at work or right. how you serve when you're at the ballpark, how you love others. And that is a huge ministry to them. If they don't know Jesus, you know, the Bible says they'll know that we're Christians by our love. And so the way that we show others the way to Jesus is that we love them like he does. And this ministry of reconciliation, that is all of our part, we all have a part to play in bringing others to Christ. And so that, that brings us to the point that we're talking about serving in the body of Christ. If we get the understanding that right now, immediately, you know, just, just recently I had an opportunity, I was filling in for, uh, for an instructor and teaching some Bible college students about the, the fact that while they're training, for ministry, they're already in ministry because, you know, they come to they come to school and they go to class and then they leave and they go to their job. And what I told them was when you get to your job, even before you get there, you might stop at the gas station. And there are people that come across our path that need Jesus. And we're all called to reconcile people to God. Right. So everything that we do it should change how we respond in situations because our ministry is reconciliation. Right. We should serve differently uh, at our job. Mm -hmm. we, if you're born again and you're working in a job and there are other people, you know, you might have what in the natural is the worst job ever. You think, man, my, and I hear this, you know, you hear this from people all the time. The boss doesn't know how to do anything right, is what they say. Or my coworkers don't know how to do anything right. And that always reminds me of that story about the whole world stinks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, uh, right. Maybe, maybe you've heard me tell that story before, but two, uh, two little uh, boys were pulling a prank on their granddad, and they took some real smelly, like Limburger cheese, and he was napping, and they rubbed it under his nose. And... Uh, he wakes up from his nap, and he kind of sniffs around a little bit, and he goes, my goodness, this room stinks. And he walks into the kitchen, and he goes to the kitchen, and he's like, man, the kitchen stinks too. And he's like, I'm going outside. And he opens the door to go outside, and he goes, man, he said, the whole world stinks. And really, you know, it, the whole world didn't stink. It was just something that was right under his nose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So sometimes we have to look at ourselves and, uh, you know, if everything around us is negative, maybe we're the ones that are negative. And so that's important to recognize because other people are looking to Christians to see, uh, well, they're no different than I am. They complain too. We should they, be setting they, the mark. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And uh, so wherever you're serving, if we're called to the ministry of reconciliation, if we're supposed to serve the body of Christ, that, that doesn't just mean... Uh, knocking on doors and handing people Bible tracts or standing could in be. a pulpit. Yeah, it's certainly, it could <laughs> yeah. be that, but it's not just that. Right. It's being a good neighbor, mm -hmm. being kind to your neighbors, being the most diligent employee, mm -hmm. you know, being the most helpful person. 
the person that always chooses to have a positive attitude. Because we're called to reconcile people to God, well, the scripture tells us that what it says that uh, that people will see our good works mm-hmm. and they'll glorify the, the Father in heaven. Right. And so how we respond, what we do, how we serve, all of those things is part of the ministry of reconciliation. Yes. And, uh, you know, in our last couple episodes, we talked a lot about what, what we call the Great Commission. Um, and it's, it's the same as this verse of ministry of reconciliation. Um, this is Jesus talking to all believers that will ever believe. He's talking to us. And he says, Jesus came up to them and said, All authority... All power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I've commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the ends of the age. And this is a a command for disciples, Mm -hmm. not just the 12. It's for followers of Jesus. We're to go and we're to share in our words, in our deeds. And so the way that God, it's so amazing when when we understand that the fact that you carry within you, if you're born again, the Spirit of God and the love of God well, if you understand that, you understand that all the gifts, all the abilities, and I'm not talking about just spiritual gifts, mm-hmm. although extremely important to the body of yes. Christ and certainly valuable to everyone, I'm talking about things that the world would call your natural abilities. Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a church that we were serving in as, uh, as helps ministers at the time, and we ended up pastoring that church later. But there was a guy who came to that church who was a builder, and he came at just the right, right time for some work that we were doing there at the church. We had uh, gotten a church van, and we needed a place to put the van, and we were going to build this building. This guy was a framer and extremely talented and had done this for a living, had, did, had a real successful business uh, doing general contractor work mm-hmm. but as a builder. And he came and gave his time to be able to, I mean, it was, oh, I can remember how cold it was. I was wearing coveralls. It was freezing. And he was helping frame in this building because he had these gifts, God-given abilities, right. talents, or skills that he was willing to use in the right. kingdom of God. Yeah, That's still the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah, You're taking what you've got on the inside that God's placed in you and giving it into his service so that someone else is able to be reached for the kingdom yes. of God. And, and through the years, we've seen lots of creative gifts being used. I remember one gal that was an aerobics instructor at the Y, but she was willing to teach a class at church. And what that did was bring others that um, would have never stepped foot in the door. But and came they came to exercise aerobics. class. Yeah. Yeah. Listening yeah. to Christian music, yeah. fellowshipping with uh, believers. Mm-hmm. And it, it ended up, it added to the church. And those were just skills and abilities right. that she had uh, with regard to physical fitness that 
God was able to use those things for the ministry of reconciliation. Yes, absolutely. So this scripture um, in Matthew 28, uh, 19 and 20, it is talking to all of us. And so it's so important that, you know, we get the hang of that in whatever we're doing, whether we're a teacher, whether we, um, you know, are a construction worker, whether we serve in the church full time, whatever we do, our number one goal every single day is we are to make disciples and we're to make love our aim. We're to to um, put love at the top of our list every right. single day, walking in love and making disciples, teaching people about Jesus wherever we are. That's our number one from God. Right. And I think if we, if we recognize that the gifts that we have were meant to be put into use for the kingdom yes. of God, as soon as we realize that, well, then it changes things when the pastor says that we've got a work day coming up. You realize, oh, this is an opportunity for me to get involved in what mm-hmm. God is doing yes. in this local body to reach people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, oh, well, you know, they're looking for people. They've got, you know, they've probably got tons of folks. Someone else can do that. It's looking, you're on ready saying, where can I use my gifts for the body of Christ? And Man, I, I've, we've pastored in a, in a couple of different churches, uh, and over the years, we've seen that those people that are willing to give their mm-hmm. gifts into the kingdom, God always causes them right. to flourish and to thrive because, I mean, it's, you know, the scripture, when, when the Bible says that God gives seed to the sower, I think sometimes people look at that as just strictly a monetary, mm-hmm. you know, because God will meet your needs, you know, provide for your needs in this in this earth. Right. But everything that we have is our seed mm-hmm. that we're able to sow into the kingdom. Our time, right. our abilities, our resources, all of those things are things that God gives to us to be able to get engaged with reaching people for the kingdom of God, fulfilling the Great Commission. So discovering what it is that God is calling us to do in the body. Lord, mm-hmm. I've got all these abilities that you've given me. Imagine if the grace of God was taken off of our lives for just a minute, his ability. What is there that any of us have in our lives right. that we got it on our own? Mm-hmm. Nothing. No. There's nothing in our lives that we got on our own. Everything that we have is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And so for us to give it into his service is Really, honestly, one of the most reasonable things I think that we could do. Right. And, you know, these types of things like work days and, and opportunities at church, that is exactly what it is, an opportunity to, to sow seed. And maybe you aren't a skilled construction worker, but maybe you're going to be around these guys that can help you. Maybe you didn't have, you know, that at home where somebody was teaching you how to cook or, or how to uh, build something, but that's your heart's desire. Great way to find out is to be around older men and women who have done some of those things or other people in the body that are skilled with those things that can teach you. And I know for our kids, there are things we couldn't teach them because we didn't know how to do. But when they would come to things like work days or get involved in the nursery or other areas, there were these awesome people to mentor them and to pour into their lives and help them develop these skills so that they're actually starting at much more developed place than we did whenever we got out of school. It's almost like serving in the church is God's vocational school for us. I mean, you learn so many things that help you in ministry. Uh, That was one of the things when I was a, a student in Bible college that 
I decided that, you know, our instructors always said stay faithful to attend church while you're here, find a place to serve in church, mm -hmm. because there's this whole other education that's happening right. where you get to see the things that you're learning put into practice. And so I made, I made it a point to find an area to serve. And I served with, uh, I was an usher at our church. And man, the things that I learned from those guys who had been seasoned and serving so faithfully in the church for so many years, I was literally getting another education. I was learning in school from the Bible and these instructors, and then when I'd go over, these faithful men and women that were serving in the church would share things and pour into my mm -hmm. life. And it was wisdom that when I left and we pastored our first church, I, I didn't question how to do a lot of things because I knew mm -hmm. how to do it. God had placed people in my life through my serving. He caused me to reap a harvest in, in areas that I didn't even realize that that was what was taking place. But God was growing and developing me as I was sowing my time mm -hmm. and my energy into things that, that were needs within the local church. Yes. He multiplies that seed. You know, I remember um, a lady that came to our church that was a seamstress. So we put together a class for girls in the community um, to be able to learn how to sew. And some of these girls, including our own, really, uh, at our house, you're the one who sews on buttons. I don't, you know, I, I don't do the needle and thread. But... Um, so, you know, it, she was able to teach our girls. They made aprons and they made dresses for Easter. Yeah, they I still all, got they did an a fashion apron they show. made me for when yeah. I'm in the kitchen cooking yes. that the kids made for me uh, from her class. She was teaching upholstery, mm -hmm. like she taught to reupholster stuff. Yeah. So we're all given these gifts, and we're going to talk more about this next time, but we're all given abilities and gifts. Don't ever think, well, I, I must have got the short end of the stick because I, I don't see anything that I can do that, you know, I'm gifted in. You have gifts. Right. God has given every single person gifts and abilities, not just spiritual gifts, but natural talents and abilities. And those gifts are not just for you to use for yourself. They're to use to serve others, to serve in the kingdom. And so we're going to talk more about that next time. Right. You'll be able to reach other people for the kingdom of God because of the gifts, the talents, and the abilities that God has given you, if you'll put them into His service, He can use those to change people's lives. Folks are going to learn from somewhere, mm -hmm. and God wants them learning from believers how to live life, how to do life here on this earth, and how to obtain life eternal. And so uh, we'll talk more about yes. it. We're going to pray right now for you. Believe God for you to have a great week. We come back together and we're going to look at some more scripture and find out God's plan for success by discovering how to serve in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Father, we just thank you and praise you for your faithfulness towards us. We thank you for your grace and your mercy on our lives. Lord, help us to have a revelation by your spirit of just how important it is that we say yes to your will and your plan and your purpose for our lives. We want to be everything, Lord, that you would have us to be. And Lord, we want to do everything that you would have us to do. Uh, Lord, I thank you for keeping your hand upon each person who hears us today as they go and they do the things that you've called them to do, that they would be open and, and listening, Lord, to the Spirit's leading to show them openings, Father God, where they can put their hand to something that would bless others through the ministry of reconciliation. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks so much for watching or listening. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.